do you scam safely or not at all? What the fuck is up? Damn, I said that too aggressively. What's up? <laughs> no, but for real, what's up? Welcome to the Scam Safely Podcast. Again, it's another episode. Um, first and foremost, I want to say, let me turn this music down a little bit. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to all my listeners, all my supporters, everybody that subscribed on Apple Music, subscribed on Spotify. Um, when we first started, I was sending out a lot of Anchor links, so shout out to everybody that downloaded the Anchor app and still listening off the Anchor app. Um, this is a special episode because it is my first remotely done quarantine episode. I did do two. I did do, yeah, two two other quarantine episodes. Y'all need to go back and listen to those. The last one I just dropped with Chris. That bitch so fucking funny. Is is no way that you can listen to that and not laugh. There's no way that you can listen to that for the whole duration and not laugh. The whole duration. That bitch so funny. Um, but yeah, they weren't they weren't remote. Obviously, we in a quarantine, but I still was not social distancing. I was just pulling up on him, and we just was doing them face to face. Actually, um. So yeah, like I said, this is my first remote podcast. It is with the with the owner of Harper Ray, Jillian. Uh, she is a businesswoman, entrepreneur. Um, I like to call her the digital marketing goat. Um, what more can you say? Like I said, and I'm, I'm I'm I already thank her on the actual podcast, but like I said, I want to I want to give another thank you to her. I want to thank the supporters, and um, I'm happy that she was all right with being a guinea pig, because this was my first time trying this out. Um, we didn't do, like, no test or nothing. I didn't do a test episode. I just was like, look, let's try it this way. It either worked or it don't, and it actually worked, so I'm proud of that. Um, like I said, it's my first remote episode. I think it went good. I think the audio is good. Um, it just was perfect. It it wasn't hard. It was easy, and I think we did a great, uh, a great podcast. Um, so yeah, thank y'all. Thank her. Um, make sure y'all go on scamsafely.com. Make sure y'all get those phone cases. Make sure you order uh, one of every shirt in your size. Um, and just continue to support. Uh, I am offering ad slots too. So if you do want to ad slot, make sure you email me info at scamsafely.com or you could just dm me at scamsafely on instagram and twitter make sure you go follow that business page um it's scamsafely but instead of an a with a v and that's all i can think of so let's get right into it scam safely or not at all damn we live baby here we go <laughs> damn the first remote scam safely podcast <laughs> and you the you the first one is history. Okay. Cause all the other ones I try I ain't gonna lie, I just was pulling up. Like it is what it is. All right, well I'm honored to be the first one to try this out. This is cool. I didn't even know we could do this like this, so Right, me neither. I actually was like, damn, what how could I do this? Because 'Cause I'm like, I don't wanna wait two months before I put out another episode with a special guest or nothing. Right. But it's twenty twenty, so all things are possible, especially with technology. <laughs> you are absolutely you are absolutely right. Yeah. So um first and foremost I wanna say thank you. Thank you for okay. coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Finally. Thanks. You don't want me to get on you about that. All right, we'll say that for later. Uh-huh. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for taking the time out your day, you know. Even though we were supposed to do this at two PM and it's nine twenty nine. Uh. <laughs> but like I said, thank you for taking the time out your day. Thank you for uh, you know doing this for me, doing this with me. I appreciate it. I know you got a busy life, so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Happy to chit-chat nope. with you. We've been planning this for a long time, so. Yeah, and we just been. You've been home. But it don't even mm-hmm. No, it don't even matter. It don't even matter. Okay. We here now. <laughs> we here now. So for all the Scam Safety listeners that don't know who you are and what it is you do, mm-hmm. you know, just let them, just give like a little background. Okay, I'm Jillian, everybody, and I own Harper Ray Accessories. Uh, we sell everything from bracelets, necklaces. We do custom stuff, rings. I have merch. I just dropped the jewelry box. So we got a lot going on over there right now, even in the quarantine. Um, 
you guys can find me there at Harper Ray Accessories on Instagram. Um, shopharperay.com is where you can shop with me. And yeah. All right. Well, damn, did you say your socials? Before we well, move on? I said, yeah, Harper Ray Accessories is my business page. That's where all the magic happens. Y'all can follow my personal pages at Beautiful Gorgeous, but I'm pretty boring over there. All the magic really happens on Hyper Ray's page. Right. That's what that's what it's about right now, anyway. Exactly. Hyper Ray right now. Yes. So, <laughs> so first of all, you like an OG in this. Like you've been doing this for years. Like literally since I got out of high school, yeah. and you were still in high school. So. Yep. No, what was you gonna say? Nope, I was about to say, yeah, I have since 2012. That's when this all started. Right, so let's go back to 2012. Okay. And the start of Harper Ray. And what inspired Harper Ray, the name, everything? Okay, so the um, where the name comes from, that's one of my favorite questions because everybody always assumes that Harper is my last name, and it's not. But right. um, <laughs> Harper is my grandfather's last name. Um, so... I named it after him, and then Ray comes from, it was, it's three of my little cousins, like, one initial from each of their names. So, okay. um, yep, that's where we get Hyper Ray from. And then, honestly, it started just by me making my own stuff for myself. And um, back in the day, when I was, all the ladies listening, I don't know what I'm talking about, but the fellas might not, but it was some big hoop earrings that had, like, these big crystal balls on them, and we called them the basketball the basketball wise earrings right oh yeah i remember them yeah <laughs> so the beauty supply boys okay well back then you couldn't just go get them at the beauty supply okay? <laughs> <laughs> you could My go bad. get them there now but back then My you bad. definitely couldn't pull up at no beauty supply and get them so um one of my my boyfriend at the time his sister had like a friend that had a boutique and i wanted some and i was like can you ask her how much they are i want to go get some she was like great you can make them yourself so she told me like the craft store to go to to go find everything I need to make them. And basically, like I've always been an arts and crafts girl. So when I went in that store, it was just like, you know, heaven. It was heaven. Yeah, for real. Right. Um, <laughs> and I just started making all of this different stuff. And I was just wearing it to school. This is my senior year in, in high school. I just was wearing it to school. And then people started asking me to make them. So, so it started off with the earrings, and then a lot of people remember the um, Shambhala bracelets for me. So I used to make everything by hand, and that's where it all started. So it didn't come from like a deep passion for jewelry or anything like that. It just was me trying to be cute in high school, mm-hmm. and then right. you know, <laughs> um, my classmates and stuff picking up on it and asking me to make them stuff too. And that's when I was kind of like, wait a minute, I might be able to make something out of this. So right, yeah, that's where it came from though. So it started with the accessories. When, when did you be like, I mean, when were you like, you know, I want to add the merch, I want to add the shirts, I want to add the hoodies, I want to... So that didn't come until last year. So two, yeah, 2019, around March, I want to say, I dropped my first um, merch, my, my first little series of merch merchandise, and um, it started with the Such a Fucking Princess um crew neck oh the t-shirt oh yeah, the yeah crew. well i've seen them on a t-shirt yeah yeah yeah. i have it on t-shirts because now too but um it started off with that and then i started making some like my logo and my thing is kind of like oxymoronic saying so like i have one that says i love my hood and it's like everybody knows i'm from southfield everybody know i'm not from the hood so you know and then <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, such a fucking princess. Like, come on, princesses don't talk like that. But I have a potty mouth, but I'm still a princess. So everything is just like kind of... the neighborhood princess. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> right. But, yeah, so that's where the clothes came from. I don't know really what... I'm, I just always... I'm a very, like, chill person. I don't really like to get dressed up often. So I would much rather be in crew neck hoodie and some leggings, stuff like that. So that's kind of where that came from, like... I don't really, I don't sell anything that's fancy. It's all t-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, sweatsuits, stuff like that, like lounging stuff, because that's what I would prefer. So the clothes, right. yeah, came into play a little bit later, like after I had already established myself as with the accessories. Um, it was just another way to keep people engaged and, you know, keep people coming back for more and new stuff. 
So as far as like with the accessories, like when you go on your website, you got a lot. Yeah. It, was it all when you first when you first dropped? Was it always like you know what I'm just gonna put out a bundle of accessories, or did it start off like smaller and then you worked your way up to more accessories and the merch? Like obviously you worked yourself up to the merch, but yeah. No, I definitely didn't always have um, a lot of things at all. Like when I first started. Like you, people knew me for like three things, and it was um, the earrings, the Shambhala bracelets, and I was doing like beaded bracelets to go with those. And then I was making body chains too. So um, that was like the the three things that everybody really came to me for. And then mm-hmm. um, it wasn't really until because even like in college and stuff, I had a website, but um, I mean I went to college in two thousand twelve, so us everybody having it wasn't like that. E commerce wasn't popping like that yet. So right. um, people weren't, although I had a website, I was trying to make it all like, you can only shop from the website, even though I had been been meeting up with people all summer and stuff like that. So, you know, they were right. looking at me like, girl, where you at? I didn't mean to cut you off, but this the, right, but this the hardest part is like, because you pay for that website. So the right. hardest part is getting the people to like go directly to the website. They think just because they know you. Exactly. Like, well, I just want to pull up on you and get it. It's like, no, like you got to use it. I pay for this bitch every month. Well, but then it was like, I mean, yeah, I was thinking that, but at the end of the day, it was like, okay, they not put, they not going to the website. They still want me to, they still want to meet up with me. Right. So I'm not about to stop that bag. Just, you know, I'm telling them to go to the website. They aren't. But back then it was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to keep doing it. I didn't get, like, I had a whole website. I never got one single order on. Like my first domain Damn. name and stuff. Yeah, that's just how it was in 2012. But now it's like, if you don't have a website, we don't trust you. Like, I'm not DMing you for no order, stuff like that. You know, so right. it's a lot different now. <laughs> I swear. But before it was like, DM me, I'm going to pull up on you. We can meet some. I was meeting people. What? People was like, Jillian, somebody going to kill you. You meeting up with people you don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you didn't have, like, nobody with you or nothing? Well, I didn't eventually start, but I was young and Done. I, and you know how you feel. Like, invincible. Like, I was money. 18. Yeah, I was trying to get right. my little $25 for the bracelet. <laughs> <coughs> I'm smoking. It's 420. I got a joint right here rolled up, but I'm, a, I'm saving it for when I need it. Oh, you should have lit it. Nah. <laughs> you should have lit it so we could have smoked at the same time. Uh-uh. <laughs> you should have lit it. But, nah. you, you know. Like how you said you had jumped on, like e-commerce wasn't popping back then. Are you happy right. that you still jumped on it though back then? Yeah. Because like now, now it's a different ball game. I feel like it really like, is. Now, if you don't have some type of something I could go look at right away, you just aren't to be trusted because it's too easy. It's too many different platforms where we can right. showcase. Even if you like do hair or whatever, style seed and all these different sites where you can tell me how much everything is gonna cost, how long it's gonna take. So. Right. You know, back then it was like it was different too because I wasn't using a like you know how now we use like different platforms like um Squarespace. Yeah, like it's like a third party. Yeah, Shopify like third party. stuff like that. Yeah, but back then, like I literally went and got a web developer. Like I couldn't do anything without him because it it was literally like coding back then. And I think right, probably yeah. Big Commerce was out, but I don't know. I was being fancy. And trying to, you know, right. but now, now <laughs> it is real easy. Like now, it you is just a lot easier. Get a template, yeah. exactly. Just put the reword the template. Yeah. Put your pictures on there, and it's, it's your definitely website. a lot easier now than it was back then. But you know, I definitely am am like happy that I went through all the motions I did because it was, you know, it's just fun and, to see yourself grow and remember all the. And stuff. you went like, through the motions like that. early. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like before. You know, and it's a good thing. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad thing, but you know, like before it was a wave to be an entrepreneur. Like I wasn't, I didn't plan on, even back then, like it was just a side hustle for me. So it wasn't something I like planned on doing forever or anything like that. So yeah, it was interesting <laughs> to start. And then, so then when then. it took off, when you when you saw like, okay, this is something I could really do. Is that when you start taking it serious and start doing more and doing like the photo shoots and doing or like what time was that so i really didn't start going crazy like putting like a lot of time into it until like after i graduated so i had been like on and off like i had did it closed my website down started again like i I did that probably like 
four times while I was in college. And I was in college a long time. I was in college for six years. So during that time, like, when I first went to college, I only had, um, like, a couple I mean, I was in school full time, but I had classes from, like, 8 to 12, and I had the rest of my day every day to do nothing. So I used to sit up and make jewelry all day. And it was right. easy to do that then, but then that next year, I had got two jobs. I was going to school full time too, trying to, you know, still be in the streets and stuff like that. So everything, um, it got hard to balance at a certain point. And, right. um, you know, so Harper Ray was always, though, like on the back burner. Like it was never my main goal or anything. So when stuff got hard for me to juggle stuff, that was always the thing that um, ended up getting a boot. Right. So. You know, I started, stopped, started, stopped, and, but once I graduated, um, so my mom told me that, this was 2018, my mama told me, once you start working, you are never going to stop, so take this summer off, I'll help you, whatever you need, take this, just take this summer off, and just do whatever the hell you want to do, so um, that summer, is when, like, I didn't have to worry about school. I didn't have to worry about a job. So that's when I started, like, okay, let me do some photo shoots. And let me, that's when I started, was like, was able to really put, like, my 110% into Harper Ray. So that's when it really started taking off. And it wasn't until then that I kind of realized, like, hold up, this cool. Because, I mean, like, I had, <laughs> yeah. Like, I had saved, I had an internship the summer before that, and I had, like, saved all my money from the internship. So I was, like, good. I was living off that for the summer, basically. And um, when it when the Harper Ray stuff started kind of coming in, I was like, well, wait a minute. Let me just see, you know, if I can keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And I did. And at the end of that summer is when the opportunity for the store, my first um, physical location, came up. So uh, that was really when I was like, oh, okay. Well, and I was really nervous. Like, I don't know if people want to come to a store just to buy some jewelry. Like, you know, you know you're going to go to boutiques and stuff like that to shop for clothes. But I was just like, I don't really think people going to come out like that to shop for jewelry. And boy, was I wrong. Luckily. <laughs> but that, it wasn't really until I graduated um, that I knew, like, okay, well, let me see what's going on with this. Let me see if I can really make this into something substantial. Dang. So with all the... <coughs> Damn, my Boy! <laughs> <laughs> so go back to all the photo shoots. So first of all, like I feel like you wanted to like... I gotta put this. Like you damn near goaded with like the promotion and the marketing and the... Thank you. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like even when yeah. you like I like to me my favorite is the um uh, you posted with the uh damn what you like well, I can't even think about what you call it, like the ninety five uh Microsoft like outer oh. what's you call it. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Windows. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the windows, the old windows. Yeah. I'm like, dog, she just goaded. Like who <laughs> who think of that? Or like why didn't nobody think of that? Like that nostalgic, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like everybody know what that is. Like, right. That's something. Yeah. As soon as you look at that, you automatically gonna get a feeling. So like, mm-hmm. um, so I just feel like you go to with that. Like, how do you yeah, come you. up with? How do you come up with? How do you just come up with it? Like, and what what audiences do you really try and go for? Well, we know your audience. But yeah. Like, I feel like with your marketing, it could be it could be marketed towards anybody. Like, it's no, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I do. Like, you know, I have customers of all from all over the place and all different ages and stuff like that, but. Yeah, the marketing really just, like, I, I will, I'm a very creative person. Like, that's just one of my strong points. And in this business, you got to know what your strong points are. You got to know what your weaknesses are. So that's what I put a lot of my energy into. When you are marketing, you have to think of it as, like, this is your interview to somebody that's trying to give you some money. So... What are you going to do to catch their eye, to make them, you got to make them feel something maybe, like how you said, like it feels nostalgic and everybody like that. But right. a lot of it is just like my vibe. So I will listen to 90s R&B and stuff like that for all day, like way before I even 
like start listening to something that came out that's newer that just dropped or something like that. So a lot of it, a lot of it is just literally how I live <coughs> my life. Like I was talking about the clothes and how you know that's how I dress and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just try to um, appeal to to the people that I think are that's like me and. Um, it's not it's not hard to you just gotta find your aesthetic so whatever that is um, that's why that's how I like just find my groove and then once you find whatever people react to you just mm-hmm. stick with it and see, keep doing like different variations of it so I can do you know the, the 90s feel but make it 2020 <coughs> And that's kind of, I mean, that's right. kind of like one of the waves right now, too, anyway. So, um, and I don't know if it's just us, because we're, we, you know, like, the older we get, we just, <laughs> we start reminiscing and stuff like that a little more. Right, so trying I don't know to get them old like feelings a, back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's just like an our age group thing, but um, that is just me. And, like, that's like the first thing that people see, and that's going to determine if they're going to click on your post, if they're going to. Take it a step further, click and see what's going on on your page. And then if your page looks together and looks like something nice, they're going to go ahead and click your website and see what you're working with. So um, I try to keep everything as clean cut and stuff as I can because that is one of the things I'm known for. Right, <laughs> and, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and you do is. such a good job at it. Thank you. Yeah, it's and it's become like that's what I put a lot of my energy into, though. Um, so... That and like picking out my inventory, that's literally all you're I putting, do. Does does putting your energy into the marketing show on like the re like the profit? Like, can oh, you like absolutely. definitely say like like oh, yeah, yeah, me doing this definitely puts out on this end. Absolutely, and it's it. Um, one thing I learned too about like my customers, and that's one thing you have to know your group of people. So you have to really you have to watch how they react. You have to watch their patterns, stuff like that. Like, I didn't want to be a model for my business at all. Like, I wanted to be behind the scenes. I hate makeup. I think I'm awkward in front of the camera. Like, I really don't like photo shoots at all. I always say that I feel like Summer Walker when I have to do photo shoots because <laughs> I hate it that bad. But I started noticing this that summer, um, 2018 summer when I graduated college, I just noticed that I would have models. And my customers would not react to them at all. Like they wouldn't buy. What you mean react? Like 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 they wouldn't like like... a picture. They wouldn't comment. But they also not clicking on stuff, so they're not buying anything. So they're not they're not engaged. So they're not inclined to buy anything. So I had did an experiment. I had some models posted their pictures. Everything was dead. Posted a picture of me. Everything back booming. And I'm like, are y'all kidding me? So I'm like, maybe it was just a coincidence. Took some more pictures with some models. Dead. Took some more pictures of myself. Back jumping. So it was like, even though I didn't want to, do you want to make some money or not? Because they don't want to see them. They right. want to see you. <laughs> so, do, you feel like, do you feel like it's because they know it's you, so they just rather see you in front of your brand? or? Well, where I think it really comes from is that when I first started getting like Harper Ray out there, um, probably like the summer two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. Um, when pop up shops were like a really, really big deal. Like it was a different pop up shop. Excuse me, it was a different pop up shop every weekend, and I did every single one. Like I was at every one, just getting my name out there, right? But I that's where majority right. of my customer base had came from. So these are people that had already kicked it with me, talked with me, took a picture with me, stuff like that. So. I just think they like, girl, we know you. It wasn't even about like necessarily we want to see you, but it's like we know you. We talked to you already. We purchased from something from you directly. Like we want to see right. you. So that's where I that's my theory on, you know, like why they hate everybody else so much. <laughs> Damn, I hate yeah. everybody though. <laughs> oh, I'd be telling my I'd be cracking up like just this past weekend, uh, I had posted like, you know, I call my girls the Harper Bays, but I had posted a Harper Bay on my page, and I had sent it to my friend, like, oh my gosh, this picture broke 100 likes. They finally stopped being mean to everybody else. Because, Damn. I'm telling you, it would be so dead. And I just used to be like, I hate y'all. Why are y'all like this? 
But you know, that's one of the things you gotta you gotta listen and and react to it. Like if I would have kept putting models in their face, they might have been like, "Girl, we ain't thinking about you no more." Like you know, that's not so what we want to see. So you feel like and like being an entrepreneur, you gotta experiment as far as like marketing and ads and advertising go. Because every every ad and I, yeah, I feel like I feel the same. Every ad and every everything you just post is not gone. Yeah, everything isn't gonna resonate with everybody, and everything isn't gonna resonate with your core group either. So like, you do have to. I mean, you gotta try stuff. Like, how else are you gonna figure it out? Like, exactly. I wouldn't, you know. Um, so you gotta throw stuff out there. It's it's just a it's a it's a game of like, you know, what do y'all like the best? But you have right. to cater and then to. What... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, like, once you find it, then you can just take yeah, off and go it. crazy yeah. with it. And that's that's literally what it was for me, like just finding, finding my little niche and finding what people, what people like, what they wanted to see, what they didn't want to see, and um, and it's like I even pictures of just the jewelry on my page don't even do as much if it's unless I'm wearing it, you know, like they mm-hmm. literally only react. Really, if they see me, and I'll look at my page like I honestly hate this. It's just a thousand pictures of me, and <laughs> <laughs> but and I kind of sometimes I you know I just be like, oh, I wish y'all would like some other stuff, but you know you gotta roll yeah, so with the if punches. You, if you find if you find some like if you find a model that do get more likes than you, then you just don't take a step back then, because um, now you finally got somebody. Happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm you telling you, I've happen. tried every no. I've tried it in every single way. I've tried it, like, trying to be in the pictures with the model. It doesn't, even if I'm in the picture, they'd be like, no, girl, we want to just see you. <coughs> it don't matter how gorgeous the girls are. I mean, it's been light skin, dark skin, brown skin. It did not matter. No, And no matter how gorgeous the girls were, they just want to see me. That's what I be thinking. Exactly. You know, now you know, I, I used to complain a lot. Like, oh, why are they like this? But, you know, it just is what it is and it's one of those things where it's like it's not it ain't it ain't that big a deal for real. But it was just one of those things that shocked me at the beginning, like, wow, y'all really, really don't want to see nobody else. <laughs> so do you like the the storefront more? Than the website, do you like both, or is one harder than the other? Mm, I definitely like. I can say like I like the store more because, um, you know, it gives me a chance to kick it with the Harper Bays and um, build a connection with them, and then you also can get a better feel for like the quality of my items, and you can come try stuff on and stuff like that. So it's a lot better I feel like for them too to have that option to be able to come in and see it or try it on and you know a lot of them come in like this one I'm wearing can you just pick me out some stuff so sometimes people don't really know um you know what to match with what and stuff like that so I do I don't I can't say that I like have one that I like technically like more than the other but um the store I feel like is part of my branding experience too though so um like how I decorated and how I spray painted the walls and stuff like that. Like that's so a part the, of the. For the scam safety listeners that don't know, what is a branding experience? Okay, so my what I like to think of my branding experience branding experience is, um, I want you to have a complete like. I just want you to be like overjoyed from the time you enter my page to the time that you maybe get the directions and walk in my store all the way until you get home and you're able to use the package that I give you for your jewelry for something else. So like it's a way to like integrate into people's everyday lives and stuff to, and that's what gets people to come back. So um, we talked about like how my marketing is online. So that's what gets people attention. When I redid the store, that was also like a really big um, attention grabber and marketing for that I did because it was like, you know, come take a picture in front of the Queens Get the Money sign. So when you have stuff like that around and I have very, um, like not traditional ways of like displaying myself. So in the store, um, two of my walls are literally like a um, fence. 
So, like, that's how I hang stuff up and stuff. And it's just, like, people want to come in just to see that. And that's where it's, like, you get people in um, in all these different ways. Like, yeah, some people coming in because they already know about me and the jury. But some people coming in because they just saw that the store was so cute. And they just wanted to come see what it looked like. And then they in here, and now they're seeing all the jury. And now they buying. And then once we check it out and I hand them their pill bottle because everything, all my stuff is packaged, like, um, drip responsibly and come get your fix, your hyperate fix. So once I give it to you and it's in a pill bottle and the chain for the necklace is inside of a pill capsule, now you're stunned because how the heck did you think of all of this? And this is just so cool. Exactly. Then, That's what I was saying. How do you come up with this shit? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll go to that in a second. But I think another thing about doing all of this non-traditional stuff, it makes people want to share it. So... <laughs> Exactly. Because it makes everybody want to show show somebody. That's great or, promo. Yeah. yeah. So people are so astonished by my packaging that as soon as they get out the door, or even before they leave, but as soon as they get out the door, they taking a picture of it and posting it. Like, look what I got. This is so cute. Right. So, and that's like, that's free exposure for me because I made you that happy that you wanted to share it on your own. When people come in the store, they automatically taking pictures and, you know, stuff like that. The feel, you, you just like it so much when you come in here that you want to share it just because you think it's that sweet. So that was always my goal. Like you got to give people something to talk about. So basically the That's whole, the, op- the whole talk. optic to your brand is basically your brand experience. Like from the time I come to the time I leave my packaging, my, the way, I, the way I'm presenting myself, the way I'm presenting my store, the way I'm presenting my products. That's your whole branding experience. Yep. Ain't nothing by accident. <laughs> Everything is very, very calculated. And, um, I want you to be wild, so that's that's the whole thing, um, and it just really, the more, and it's like, now it's probably paying off and evening out and stuff like that, but my packaging and stuff like that is pretty expensive, and I might only, like, break even on that stuff sometimes because, and not even break even, so, but because I want you to be so happy about it at the beginning, that's something that you, you know, that's something that you can go ahead and do because. Yeah, it's something you, you got to take with it. people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, what did you just ask me about? Um, dang, I can't remember that quick. Oh, you were saying, how do I come up with this stuff? So, um, oh, yeah, I did honestly, say that. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> but yeah, I did say <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, so I have like a group of my best, best homegirls. And basically once I, an idea pops up in my head, I'll just share it with them. So like my sister, Tabenda, and um, oh, shout out like here. it's a couple of them. <laughs> yep, shout out to you, boss band. But it's a group of, you know, girls that I have. And once an idea pops in my head, I'll call Tabenda like, what do you think about this? So when I first came up with the, um, change my packaging to be, this whole like prescription type thing. Me and her were sitting down, and, and we just I started like telling her like this is what I want to do, and this that and third. And she actually came up with the idea to put the change inside the pill capsule. She's like, you know, you can buy empty pill capsules, and like buy some off Amazon and see if one see if the change will fit in there. I did, they did, and I'm like, that is just like perfect. The the cherry on top, you know. But that's <laughs> right. just one of those things that it's like. It's so extra, but that's when, like, once people think the packaging is good already. Right. But once they get to, like, the bottom, they be like, oh, my God, is this the chain for the necklace and the pill capsule? Like, I get that all the time. <laughs> so, it's like, you do have to really go above and beyond. Um, you got to get a conversation going, get people talking. People would be so, like, so inclined to share when yeah. you got all your ducks in a row. Yeah. And... And that has certainly, certainly helped me. So that's, it's, it's not, you know, it ain't by accident. All of this stuff is. And, you know, and the packaging, it don't look cheap. You know what I'm saying? Not not to say, like, just, right. you know, people throwing it and whatever. Oh, yeah. But it just looked like, you know what, like, on top of me buying this jewelry, yeah. look at what it came in. Look at how, you know what I'm saying? It just don't look yeah. cheap. And 
and part of this with the packaging for me too I always want it to be functional so I want you to be able to store you can store your jewelry in all of the packaging that it comes in so that was always a goal of mine too because <clears throat> excuse me before I just dropped this jewelry box everybody like I don't know what to do with my stuff how to keep it and then people were like throwing their jewelry in the bottom of like bottom of their book bags with purses and stuff like that and that's how stuff breaks mm-hmm. so I just wanted to make something that you can close it seal it so like my pouches you you seal them they like a um, ziploc seal and then um the my pill bottles are actually the little bottles that we used to push bottles that um weed come in oh, okay so a lot of people actually take their jewelry out of there and carry their weed in it after that too. <laughs> actually all my packaging is actually weed packaging y'all and that's where you gotta like you gotta figure it out and you gotta think outside the box because literally the pouches are smell proof Weed pack like weed baggies basically. Damn. That's what they and are. Everybody yeah. smokes, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So and now they, they recycle. Damn, now they recycle. <laughs> they sure do get repurposed. I would tell you that people send me pictures of their weed inside the back packages and the pill bottle and stuff all the time. So Damn. But that's what it's about for me, you know, being able to I want you to be able to use this stuff even when you're done with the jewelry or whatever. I like that's the whole point of it. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the jewelry box, <clears throat> you just dropped that. Yes. Um, what day did you drop that on? Because that's really why we. That's um, really why we Friday. slow. That's really what slowed us down. Besides your birthday, happy birthday. Oh, it, birthday. it is. Thank you. <laughs> but that jewelry box sure did. That slowed us down all the way up until nine o'clock today. Let me tell you that. I yeah, orders is through the roof. So, so I mean, to, to come up with that, for... to come up with that, it was just like hand to hand. I failed your. Oh, that was easy. Right. <laughs> but you want to know, you you know, a lot of ways people get, start making money and stuff, you create a problem and then you fix it. Exactly. So I didn't gave you all this jewelry and y'all don't have nowhere to put it. Now, let me come out with something for y'all to put your jewelry in. That's how you come out with products and that's how you. Um, you want to fix problems, so even <coughs> I'm I'm about to drop um, I'm dropping a money clip too, and I thought of the money clip because right now small purses are like really in, and that's all. Like you know when we go out and stuff, we all the girls we wearing our little itty bitty purses, right? And I will have mine like you can't fit no wallet in there, so I just. Throw your money, your cars, and other stuff in there, and then I switch my purse and only grab maybe just the money. Now I'm walking out. I'm trying to use my car for something. I don't have it. I don't have my ID. So like I was losing, leaving stuff everywhere because I'm like I can't keep all of this stuff together. So I started looking, and I was looking at actually, um, I was just looking at one of the, at one of the department stores for a card holder. And then I was like, you know, it'd be really cool, like a money clip, because. I don't really want a car holder. I think they're ugly half the time. And sometimes those are too big, too, to even fit in those purses. So I looked, started looking up stuff. What can I do about a money clip? And I was like, to me, like, that's what, that fixed the problem for myself, you know? Right. And I'm not, the, I know I'm not the only one. Exactly. And that's also I mean, just one of those items problem. where, yeah. And then, you know, a money clip isn't something that you can find everywhere. So, you know, um, trying to dominate an item or a market that isn't dense yet was also like, yeah, I'm about to really get this going because I haven't seen anybody with a money clip at all yet. Do you think that's important in like e-commerce and business period, like trying to find that next product before everybody else do or or do you Mm. think it's just all about how you present that product? I think it's more so about how you present your stuff. Um, Like I never... I didn't really think, like, I, I really want to have a product that I haven't seen anybody with yet. That's never been my M.O. Um, with anything because a lot of my stuff is just, like, crosses and, you know, it's, like, pretty basic stuff. Um, so my thing was never, like, I just want to have something that nobody else has. But the main thing with it is you have to teach people how to use your stuff, wear your stuff. So that's where that comes in, I think. Okay. So what's been the, the hardest thing so far on the Harper, on the, uh, on the Harper Ray journey? Um, 
The hardest thing that I had to deal with was opening um, my first location. That was like hell. It was a disaster. Everything bad that could have happened up until, you know, right when it started happened. Um, The worst thing that happened, we were, like my dad, um, we were like inside. Somebody else had like a duty bar basically, and we had a room inside of her bar. I was, I had a business partner at the time, and um, we were, we you know, fixing up our little room. And my dad was doing all of the construction, like putting up the shelves and all that stuff. And my dad is really, he's a procrastinator, and he would have been putting that stuff up probably ten minutes before <laughs> the grand opening <laughs> if I would have let him. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, but we were really on him. And I'm like, you know, we need this done, need this done, need this done. So the grand opening was on a Sunday. And I had asked my dad, like, you know, can we have everything? I want you to be done and get all your stuff out of here by Friday. So I wanted him to be doing everything that he has to do, finishing up by Friday. Um, So, of course, he left, like, the bulk of his work to do on Friday. And it really wasn't even that much stuff. It was just slapping up some shelves. That was really it. But guess what happened? Wow. The damn power went out. Oh, damn. And so <laughs> the power was out, and it was like nothing we could do. Next day, Saturday, power still out. And the power, it was on Southfield Road. Like, I don't know what the hell goes on over there, but the power is just bad over there. So it did not come back on. But Saturday, we were like, well, we can't leave, like, all of this stuff to do. Sunday, like before the grand opening starts, so we still need to go up there. They're like, fuck it, no power. My dad, yeah, but okay, so my dad got us these little stupid looking lamps that go across your head. We in there in the dark with flashlights, like trying to make some shit happen, right? You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep, but you know, okay, the power went out on a Friday. We for sure thinking by Sunday when the grand opening happened, the power gonna be on. And what happened Sunday? So don't tell me the power wasn't power. on. Oh, it wasn't back on. Oh, my God. So I woke up. I'm boohoo crying in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> we going to have to cancel the grand opening. But I'm just like, bro, we done did too much promo for this. And everybody and their mommy was sharing that flyer for us and stuff. So I'm like, you know, I, we cannot cancel this shit. So we trying to do everything we can. And probably like an hour before it happened, we were trying to get um, generators. We were trying to do all type of stuff. And at the last minute, we was like, it was like an hour before. And we like, we really can't cancel this bitch. Now, like, we're going to have to go find some lamps or something because it, we now we don't wait. It's too late to cancel it. Right. So then the power comes back on probably like 20%. But it's just enough where we could plug in lamps. And the lamp, like, the plugs were working. So we were able to, but the lights weren't. Like, the, our overhead lights still wouldn't come back on. And, um. When that happened, so we we went and got some lamps and we, excuse me, lit it up as much as we could in there. But it was very dark. I'm not gonna hold y'all up. <laughs> um, people were in there, um, literally using their flashlights like on their phone to look at the jury and stuff. And if you nobody really knows, I never talked about this. I probably talked about it on another podcast or something like that. But when I used to, like, when I would say something to people, like, you know, the power was out, and I was, like, having a whole heart attack on the inside. They was like, oh, we thought she was just trying to, like, shut the ambiance. <laughs> like, you know, low lights. <laughs> but that's like, good, no. though. That's good, though. People fucked with it, though. That's good. Yeah, we we pushed through, but that was yeah, you gotta fake it till you make it. trying thing. Man. And then, like, halfway through the grand opening, the lights end up coming all the way back on. And everybody was like, oh, we didn't even notice that that's what y'all, that wasn't what y'all was trying to do. We like, hell no. That's good. <laughs> we sure did. We faked it until we made it that that day. But it was just one of those, like, you know, we did all of this hard work. And we just didn't want to cancel it. And, you know, we pushed through. It still happened. It was, you know, very, very good. Very good turnout. Um, that's good. But that was definitely <clears throat> the most challenging thing was opening that first store that I've been to. Yeah. But it all worked out at it all worked out at the end. You end up having a good turnout. 
and everybody still fucked with it. They like, damn, we thought this yeah, was what it was. Nobody know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes, it ended up being being good, but it was very very stressful. That whole weekend was just a mess. <laughs> so what's next for Harper Ray? Mm. Um, I'm working on expanding my audience. So, um. And I and that's one of those things that I think I can do with the with the different products I got coming out. Um, so I I have some more like unconventional stuff coming out, like the money clip. I got side glasses coming, um, but stuff like that I think will reach you know more people. Some people can't wear jewelry because or can't wear the um, costume jewelry because you know to break them out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I want to get more stuff that I feel like that's kind of where the clothes came from too. Like some people are like I want to support, but I'm allergic to X, Y, and Z, so I can't. Blah blah blah. So I'm just giving people more of a variety of things that they can shop with. That's my goal right now, and um, one of my main goals right now also is just to get more out of state customers. So just um, you know, make my audience base larger. That's what I'm working on right now. Um, and it's you know now's a good time while we locked down in quarantine. I don't have number time. I was just gonna ask you that. What you been doing? <laughs> what you been doing uh, for Harper Ray during the quarantine? Um, a lot has changed for sure, but the main thing was just figuring out like how to keep people engaged. This nigga went um, too crazy. I ain't gonna cut. My bad. Use me. Just came on. A what? Use me, future. Oh my I god! I had to cut it up a little <laughs> bit. My bad. <laughs> my, I had to cut it up a little I'm bit. My nigga, who? My bad. Keep you going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta keep it real, but keep going. My bad. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Now, what was we talking about? Oh, what happened in the quarantine? Oh yeah, no. How um, you? How you been? Yeah. How How you been? Um. Like what adjustments and yeah. stuff. Okay. So I ain't gonna hold y'all at the beginning of this. I was like, you know, I don't gotta close because it's just me in there and they don't really be like one customer at a time when they come in, blah blah blah. And then I got real scared of the Rona. Like I started <laughs> getting real bad anxiety and stuff like that. So I closed the store and um at first I was like I'm not. I'm just gonna stop selling stuff because I'm scared to go to the post office because that's one of the only places everybody can go. So I know right. the Rona is there, and I'm just too scared. I I literally like if I li- if I left the house, people would be like, "What you do there?" And I'm like, "Oh, I went to the store." And they're like, "What? You left the house?" Like that's how bad I was at the beginning. So I had to. What I did was I started doing my research. I started looking up what happened in China, and um day timetables and stuff like that. So when I had looked it up, I'm like, they've been on quarantine since January. All right. It when I looked it up, I'm like, it's Ma- it's March and they haven't even buzzed yet. Long as hell. So I'm like, okay, that's what, yeah. That's how so I I'm like, okay, we in it for the long this. haul. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I know this is not gonna be over. They keep talking. Nah. Yeah, and that's when I decided like, okay girl, you gotta figure it out. You gotta um get some shit popping because you won't got that much time to sit around and not make no money. So, um, I just had to, you know, like make a formula that worked for me. So, um, I got the courage I needed to step foot inside the post office again. And ever since then, it's like I just don't go nowhere for the past the grocery store and the post office. So, that, yeah, you gotta um, eat and make me. them but coins. I had to, you know, I had to take everything home. Like, I had to take my entire inventory home. And, you know, at first, I like I really wasn't trying to do this because I was just like it's too much. I was damn near depressed, probably. Um, you know, I wasn't getting out the bed stuff like that. And then I just told myself like you can't, you can't do that. Like now is not the time. You just had all this momentum going. Don't lose it now because something that was gonna happen anyway and that ain't going nowhere for a long time came. Like you can't. Don't lose everything you work for right. just because you gotta step it up. You, know, you you scared, girl. You gotta you know let go of that fear yeah. and do it. You know, make something happen in a way that feels comfortable for you. So <clears throat> um, I wouldn't lie and say that it was easy because I just had to switch my whole operation from 
I was able to, you know, like, I don't have to have nothing at my house because I have a store. Everything is back here, and it's annoying as hell because half the time my room just looks like Harper Ray threw up in it. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> pack, pack orders and stuff like right. that. So it's, it's a really big adjustment. And um, I just, you know, any other entrepreneurs that you, you were about to launch something, I said, just still do it yeah. because um, – I swear, yeah. I was just thinking, like, should I still do, should I still launch my design, I mean, launch, launch my shirts, even though I ain't did a photo shoot? I'm like, man. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. hard. I'm like. And that's where you, we got to get creative now, though. <laughs> right. So you got to come out with some graphics or, you know, hire somebody to, to put some, you know, clean stuff together for you. But now it's just not, I just was telling, and I had spoke to, like, a couple different entrepreneurs. Everybody felt the same way. Like, dog, this shit is crazy. We had events planned. Yeah. We had you know, release dates planned and all of this stuff. And a couple of words that some people use to me, like, I'm disappointed, this is crippling. But, like, you know, I think a lot of people went through it a lot more than, you know, you saw um, behind the scenes. It's not easy to take your day-to-day operation from your store back into your house. Like, you know, it wasn't, it's not that fun. I'm going to have to damn near redo my store by the time I took everything out of there, you know, it's going to be like, Moving in all over again when we finally do go back. Right. But do you want to do that or do you just want to be broke? So those were my options. Like, either keep it going or sit down and don't do shit. And that really wasn't, you know, couldn't have been an option. So, you know, I just had to, I had to make the adjustments. <clears throat> Everything's back at the crib now. As I look at my room right now, looking crazy. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, you just got to make the best out of the situation, but you got to be real to yourself about it, too. Like, this shit ain't going nowhere for a while. We about to be in the house for eight minutes, way longer than, I'm pretty sure, than what they telling us, because... Or every time every time we supposed to get out, they extend it again. Oh, yeah. So, they just exactly. trying to... I mean, May is in two weeks. Exactly. And then it was okay. They just snowed, they it just snowed the other house. day. Like, mm-hmm. they not trying to... They done cut the snow on. They don't want niggas to... Exactly. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's crazy. Like they keep extending. Yeah. Like, why is it snowing in the middle of April? It's not even the beginning of April. It's the middle. I know. Today the twentieth. Well, yeah, today the twentieth. Like, come yep. on. It, it snowed on the seventeenth. Like, this shit crazy. Yeah. It's it's not. It is, but I don't know how. Look, I'm scared to go outside. I know people that had it and stuff like that. So that was all. I needed to like, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna stay in the house. Yeah, this shit is real. For real, and it's like, right? Wash your hands, especially when it start hitting like home, and then like people you know getting sick. Mm -hmm. By and then a lot of people still recovering though too. So like, you still gotta throw that Mm -hmm. out there, but for sure, I don't. I ain't trying to scare nobody or nothing, but (laughs) you got to be smart too. And you think little baby better than NBA young boy? Um, I really don't have a dog in that fight. I'm not going to hold you up. What? You don't listen to NBA Youngboy? I mean, I listen to them both, but I'm not listening to either one of them like a lyrical genius. I'm just who is a lyrical genius? Vibe. Neither one. So who is, That's what I'm who is a lyrical now. genius that you listen to? Um, Kendrick Lamar. That's my favorite. I love him. I'm not listening to no Kendrick Lamar Jay-Z. song. See? I'm not. That's your problem. What Jay Z? What Jay Z? What Jay Z song are you listening to when you get in the car? <laughs> First of all, I need to know why the fuck is that so funny. What? <laughs> because what? <laughs> just tell me, like when I get in the car, I listen. I tell me. <laughs> what Jay Z song are you listening to? What Jay Z song are you listening to? Imaginary players. <laughs> How did that go? Tell me how that go. You want me to rap on this goddamn podcast? No, just, just no. say like a lyric. Just say like a lyric. Like, you get in the car listening to Jay-Z, you should know. When you get in the car every day. You... Y'all gonna laugh at me. I start rapping imaginary players. Come on now. Just say like, just, you don't gotta rap it. Just say a line. Like, what's your favorite line? Because I don't know no, I don't know that song. You don't know what imaginary players is? No, I never heard that song. What CD is that on? Uh, reasonable doubt, I think. I really don't know, but I think it's reasonable doubt. Yeah, I'm just not listening to no 19. Damn, Playboy, where the fuck is the hum at? Yeah, no, it's enough for me. Yeah, you ain't. That's so you listen to Kendrick. So you listen to Kendrick. Look, listen, listen, listen. So you listen to Kendrick Lamar, Jay Z, 
Yeah. What else? I mean, these not the people that I turn on as soon as I get in the car. Now. So you just asked me about lyrical people. I'm just saying. So, but is Lil Baby better than NBA YoungBoy? I really don't know. I don't listen to either of them enough to like. So that's why I said I can who say you I probably listen to. to and you don't I want to say Lil Baby. <laughs> so who do you listen to? <laughs> You trying to be nigga? I listen to R and B when I get in the car. I can't sing, but I like to sing. So I'm okay, listening so what? to like Janae Aiko, Summer Walker. Okay. Well, that's the type of what, shit I'm what, saying when what, I get in the your, car. What's your favorite Janae Aiko song? Um, right now, Lightning and Thunder off her new album. Okay. I'm not listening to yeah. Summer Walker though. I don't know no Summer Walker songs. I can't even. What? What kind of rap you been hiding under? What's some What's some good Summer Walker songs I should listen to? Because I definitely don't listen to Summer Walker. I'm not. Get in the car, cutting on Summer Walker. Like, yeah, let me, let me. I'm gonna give some classic. Some, oh, some matter of fact, the only Summer Walker song. What's that song with Drake? Um, Girls Need Love. Yeah, that's about it. That's what you're talking about. You can listen to Session 32, Wasted, and CPR. Try them out when you get off the phone. Okay. You're not going to do it. Uh, you so toxic. You over there just... How? On your YouTube. Because that's, that's my preference. That's what I like to listen to. I like to listen to, like, Future Thug. You're right. Okay, you're right. I don't want to say it. Uh, I like person, to listen to, like, but... Future Thug. Like, this what I, this what I, this what I'm listening to when I get in the car. You don't listen to nothing positive? Oh, how? This nigga Future positive as fuck. Yeah, right. What? How's that nigga not positive? You see me? How's that nigga not positive? Oh, he's up about... Is being sad. No, he don't. And his bitches leaving him. No, he don't. His bitches don't drugs. leave him. What and you... being on drugs. What, what bitches have left? I know I'm going to get my bitch back. Oh, exactly. Which back. one he ain't get back? He ain't get her back. He was talking about Sierra, and you know well, that. Sierra's a cornball. So what is he proposing this to the bitch then? He's, he, he was just on some ham shit, but that didn't make him a cornball. He oh. just He just... Niggas, okay. niggas do ham shit. Niggas oh. do ham shit. Like sometimes, sometimes uh-huh. niggas fuck up and just. When you do ham shit, okay. But she was just like a full blown. Like she can't help that. Like. And he got on one knee. He wants to marry that bitch. That's what I want all of you niggas to know. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all be calling her lame and shit, but he wanted to marry. He wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. Cause he was, he was, he was, he was on some ham shit. Like I said, I just said. Okay, so he a ham shit. Bro, you talking about you getting in the car and listening to Jay Z imaginary playlist? I cannot <laughs> say. I can't. <laughs> you talking about bro getting on one knee? <laughs> like, you I'm, asked me what Jay Z song I'm just, I would put on. I'm just saying. Not the first thing I listen to when I get future, in the car. Future, Boy, future, you. mate. Now you trying to, <laughs> you trying to assassinate my character now, and I don't like. That. <laughs> Future, mate. Turn this fucking podcast off. <laughs> no, you trying to... This was not in the questions you sent me. The fuck? I was. I would have went and listened to some little baby NBA young boy songs, so I would have been prepared. <laughs> I do my research, and you up here trying to play me on your platform. No, I'm not. Like no, I'm not. I'm just. I gave. I gave you the. I gave you the platform to answer the question. You said Jay Z. You see how niggas do y'all. You said. Y'all see how niggas do you. Niggas that ask you to come on the podcast when they first start <laughs> and never ask you to come for real, right? Just ask wow. you to come, can you come? Yeah, never make no plans. They get you on here, they try to play you about um, Lil Baby and NBA Youngboy. Bro, Niggas you said that. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Bro. And you gonna twist my words? <laughs> this is crazy. Hey, but look. Hell no. Back to the future, though. That nigga do make happy music, bro. That nigga make positive songs. He's a positive song. impact on the culture. He's a positive impact what on the positive community. Impact. He is nothing but toxic masculinity. How is he toxic masculinity? And misogyny. He literally, he's literally expressing himself through music. Come like on, he's telling nah. you the truth through the music. Like he's expressing himself. Like that's why niggas be like, oh, I can feel that shit. Because like he expressing Name himself. something real. He said that was like that nigga spitting. What's that? What song you just I just said? was listening to uh Oh, hold on. This is a classic. This is a classic. Perky's calling. That nigga said, thinking about them licks oh I God. had, I drugs. had to. He's a fucking drug. I'm not even talking about that part. Oh that nigga God. said, thinking about them licks that's I so had deep. to. That's so deep. Like, nigga, that's, that's right. Because so you, you, really, you don't feel that. 
because you didn't when you when you think about them licks, you didn't have to hit them licks. You feel me? So it don't. You it correct. Don't. You are right. I give you that. I give you that. I'm just playing, dog. <laughs> You're playing. so silly, dog. What's wrong with you? But no, so we about to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody else. So. I bet you did. I see you just tried to annihilate me. That's wild. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. Hey, look. Oh, look, look, look. All right, I got, what you want I me to tell one. the people? I got one more question. <clears throat> so on the last podcast. Listen, I'm going to tell look, you listen, now. Listen, listen, listen. It's just it's a general question. It's All just right. a general question. I'm not. It's just a general question. On the last, on the last, right. uh, <laughs> on the last, on the last podcast, boy, God look, damn, look, get it together. On the last podcast, Chris said that Lil Uzi. Do you know? You know? You you know who Lil Uzi is, right? Okay, like you really trying to play me now? Do I fucking know who okay, he is? Okay, for real, we, for real. He the, he the baddest bitch in the rap game. Period. Yes, I know who Lil Uzi okay, is. Okay, so Chris Come said on, Lil Uzi sold five hundred k because he has the gay community. Do you think that that's true? I don't think that that's incorrect. <laughs> so you think that that's true? <laughs> <clears throat> you heard? I mean, you just heard me say he the baddest bitch in rap. So you think? I love him. So you though. think that? So you think that the gay community play a big you part? You know, I really don't. I don't think he gay or nothing, but I think that he's just one of them people that, you know, I'm just gonna be my fucking self, and I respect that. And y'all still listen to him? But I'm just saying, like, I, I feel y'all like... Y'all still listen to Young Thug, and he wear nail I feel polish like, I feel like and, Lil Uzi. and dresses. Do you think that but Young listen, Thug listen, got the gay listen. community? I feel like Lil Uzi genuinely sold 500K because niggas just fuck with him. Like, niggas was waiting on that. Oh. I mean, I mean, it could have been, you know what I'm saying? He probably do got some, you know, he probably do got some of the... Well, I ain't listen, so I'm not, like, a Lil Uzi fan. I I know the songs that, like, man... He probably do got some, like, some of the gay community or whatever, but... I don't think that basically basically that's yeah, I wouldn't say that. Like Chris saying like (laughs) he's trying to say that the gay community is solely responsible for his Exactly. Like the gay community the gay community is the reason this nigga sold five hundred K. Like if if, without the gay community he said without the gay community is no him selling five hundred K. Oh no, I don't definitely don't think that that's I think that they might have purchased some, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. He not relying on it. He don't. He don't cater to the gay community like that. He just be dancing. He just be dancing ass nigga. Sometimes they just. Right. You know. I feel like just cause he don't fuck with him, like he just feel that way. It's like nigga, just yo, you. Not, oh, he. Oh, you calling him? You a not hater. streaming that. That's you what not. I heard. You, you not streaming that nigga. It's not <laughs> taking away from his five hundred k. It's not. Never will. All right, but yeah, say your socials so we can wrap this up. I am Jillian and. You know, you can follow me at Harper Ray Accessories. You can shop at shopharperay.com. And, yeah, let's see what I got to show y'all. I'm, I'm always dropping some new fire, so. Come over to Death Row. What's going to happen on Death Row? All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why, you be, why are you being so sensitive? Stop being sensitive. You get on my nerves. <laughs> it's the Skin Safely Podcast. Oh, damn, it's still going. No, I just was looking too. Like it's about to cut us off. Fuck it. What else you want to talk about? Like no, I'm just saying. I want to talk about <laughs> imaginary players. Say it. <laughs> Say no. I ain't gonna lie. I hate you. You know that. But look though, real talk. <clears throat> I don't know why you hate me. Real talk. I love you. You know that. We go back like we do. No flash on the We Saturday. do. Real talk. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, no, for real. Thank you for having me. This was fun. It was. And, and you're, you're doing an awesome job. You know, I love what you're doing with the platform. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means and, a lot. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Keep and it always. Up. I'm finna buy a hoodie, too. I will appreciate that. Hold on. Wait, wait. wait. I'm a hoodie sold out. I'm not making no more hoodie. What? They too fire. You supposed to say stuff like they that. They too fire. Oh, wait. No, I want one for real. You don't got like the extra one that you, you know, we keep extra ones. Yeah, I got the ones. I'm back. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, no, right, we, can, we, can, we can swap it out. Because I want that. I want the one you got with the, uh, the Montefiore Harper Ray. The black one. Oh, that's been gone. But I can make I can Exactly. That's what, I'm going to have to so get you one. You're going to have to pull right. something out the world. I'm going to have to get you one, man. Because I don't really do those no more. And that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to grab I my. I want a hoodie, though. Because I. <sighs>
You trying to drop I'm trying what? to drop my new stuff, but that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know if I'm going to drop it because I wanted to do a photo shoot, but it's like, but we could definitely swap it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. I'll get in your pockets in a minute. You said what? I'll get in your pockets in a minute when we get off the All air. right. But like I said, you don't forget that you <laughs> was the first, um, it was the first, my first remote. Remote? Yes. Yeah, and it turned out good. <laughs> it did. Look, because we was like, "Damn, how you do this?" Blah blah blah. But what's so crazy is like, yeah, he was mad. I was like, I just said we need to have a meeting. He like, girl, what are you talking about? We just have a meeting. I had questions I need answered. Right, I feel you, but I'm happy it worked out. Make sure y'all go to scamsexy.com. <laughs> buy everything, one of everything in your size. Buy all four phone cases. And then really? once you spend money on my website, go over to Harper Ray Shop Harper Do you scam safely or not at all? 